0: visit roberthalf.com today
1: you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details Hyundai, there's joy in every journey
2: another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear, check breakfast, lunch and dinner, check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where Bank of America can help
1: quarterfinals of the Copa del Rey. Here's a look at the results so far, plus the match we have on tap today. Sociedad 2-1 over Vigo. Mallorca get the 3-2 win over Girona. Athletic Club 4-2 over Barcelona. And today we've got Atletico Madrid taking on Sevilla at 3 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Plus. And for more, we are very excited to welcome in our good friend, Guillaume Balaguet, who, are you at home this time? When was the last time we saw you at home, Guillaume?
2: That must have been months, uh, but don't say, I won't say this very loud so my family don't hear it, but I'm leaving tomorrow morning. (gasps) I know.
1: Oh, so home for a hot second. (laughs)
2: <laughs> it's just uh, it's just uh, mad at this time. And just wait until the Champions League starts, oh, and you're going to send me all over the place as well.
1: <laughs> Guillaume on the go—that's what we call you. Um, all right, let's uh, let's get into the the big storyline from yesterday. Uh, Athletic Club beating Barcelona four to two. There's a lot to dive into on on the Barcelona side of this, but uh, for Athletic Club. I mentioned it earlier in the show, this is a, a team that has had a lot of success in this this competition. And so, you know, we shouldn't be surprised that they continue to do well. What did they get right against Barcelona yesterday?
2: Do you know, there's an amazing stat. Uh, it's something like 22 years since Athletic Club have lost a one-off game. So not uh, a cup game. This isn't the cup competition. Not a cup game with home and away features. Now it's only one. Uh, Game And uh, if you put them all together, because they've been so successful in the last few years, it's 20-odd years since they lost a fixture list with only one game in the cup. It's amazing. They they love this competition. And uh, they applied so much pressure to Barcelona from the beginning. So for the third time this season, uh, Barcelona conceded a goal within one minute... Within one minute, what does that tell you? Basically, lack of concentration. But yes, we'll talk about Barcelona later. But also a lot of intensity from a club that is based on that, where the uh, fans demand that. But now they have not only intensity and pace. Uh, they've got quality in Sunset, in Nico Williams. They left, obviously, nyaki Williams on the bench because he had made a very long trip uh, from the African Cup to be at the game but was crucial in the second half as well so they've got depth in the squad and they've got in Valverde one of the best managers in in Spain or Spanish manager so it's a good combination that if actually is all put together that cocktail gets all put together home in the in the new summer mes, it's very very difficult to uh, to beat and last night was An extraordinary game. Let me say in brackets, by the way, I'm seeing a lot of very good football in La Liga and Spanish teams playing in competitions like the Cup. Really good football. Offensive, uh, without fear, uh, brave, uh, you know, with goals. There's a lot of that. Uh, Remember, for instance, in the previous round, uh, Atletico Madrid beat Real Madrid 5-3. So it's happening a lot. Uh, I think it feels like the Spanish have taken away the shackles and, and... basically produce really fantastic football as he was in San Mames last night. Totally agree, and I mean, throw into that conversation, Real Sociedad,
0: eh, Betis, Girona now, um, it's very fun to watch. And I just kind of want to make a point, just reinforce the fact, it's very obvious, and, and people who know La Liga know this, Athletic Club can only sign Basque players, and mm. because of that limitation, it seems like it would, it, it would hinder them, but man, they are, constantly competitive at the highest level in Spain and then sometimes internationally. So, you know, these results, that that, that detail should always be brought up as obvious as it is. But Guillaume, question for you, something you insinuated uh, last week when we asked you about Xavi's continuity at, at Barcelona. He's now eliminated from another competition early for a Barcelona standard. You said that he's probably not gonna be a, a, on the Barça bench come next season. How much does this hurt his possibility of continuing with Barca?
2: The uh, educated guess about his future comes actually from reading between the lines of what he said uh, in a conference press conference about a week ago in which basically uh, he thinks that Barcelona have to win titles. They have to win titles. And in fact, having come from um, winning in the in the league, certainly the intention is to go an ex step, a step further, winning the league again, winning the Champions League, or, he said, winning the cup. And if that doesn't happen, then he may be the first one to actually say, right, I'm not good enough, I'll leave. Well, the cup was the, in inverted commas, the easiest competition uh, for them because they're not prepared for the big, uh, for the big jobs, for the for the Champions League, and I think they're taking one or two steps back because of the financial situation and perhaps because they haven't developed as a team either compared to last season in the league. So all in all, it just doesn't look good. But if anybody was going to take the decision to say get rid of Xavi because of what happened last night, it would be the wrong decision because Barcelona played well, didn't compete extremely well, but actually being at the some at some with a athletic club that is in the flow, that they are happy with players that are the best version. Barcelona did a, a good game and uh, they had ho- hurdles to go through, like Balde uh, got injured in the first minute, but Hector Ford, 17-year-old, did very well. Uh, the centre-back, Covorsi, who uh, is also 17, did very well uh, in the centre of the of the defence. And of course, Lamine Yamal could have actually won it for Barcelona, had two magnificent chances but what he did certainly is look like Messi there doesn't he look like Messi that's what Messi used to do no mm. uh, and he does that very often left footed play of course running from the right hand side there's a diagonal and a goal that uh, gave life to uh, to Barcelona Well, he's 16 Hector 40 is 17 Coborsi is of course 17 as well uh, you know you've got players that are young and with a lot of potential. So if Xavi will be remembered for something, is for having given these guys the opportunity to shine at Barcelona and perhaps next season or from next season, another manager will, will take that on into the next level.
0: Uh, Guillaume, first, I just want to interrupt to say happy birthday to Xavi. <laughs> uh, probably oh, terrible... <laughs> Terrible time to say it, but it is his birthday today. Um, he's probably not having a great one. But um, I'll, I'll ask a quick question. If uh, if at the beginning of next uh, season, Xavi is the manager, it is because he did what? What do
2: you think he has to do in order to remain in this job? Win the league. Give him that. And a good um, European uh, trip, or say they managed to get to the semifinals, quarterfinals, proves that they actually basically improving. Yes, of course, they have been in the Europa League in the previous seasons and uh, and now they are in the last stages of the Champions League, but that's simply not, not good enough. Not especially when the likes of Laporta have added pressure from the beginning of the season saying, this is an extraordinary squad and we are going to do so well and, uh, you know, we're going to win or compete for everything. It doesn't look that that's going to be the case. Uh, so Chavi will then have a decision to make. Really, it will be Chavi first. Do I continue? Am I good enough? Can I improve this side? But uh, Laporta, who doesn't tend to sack managers, uh, may give him the opportunity to continue, while others it, within the club are thinking it's time to for move uh, to move Xavi on. And names have been mentioned already: Mitchell of uh, of of uh, Girona could be. An, kind of easy option if, if you like because Girona plays like Barcelona would like to play but others are defending Rafa Marquez who is at Barcelona B at the moment or even Thiago Mota of course who's de- doing so well at Italy and he knows the club perfectly well so the names have been mentioned and they're preparing the way uh, for a campaign in case Xavi feels that he shouldn't continue.
1: Guillaume, moving on to Girona, another exciting team in La Liga. Do you think that them being out of this competition now would benefit them as they try and pursue a La Liga title fighting
2: against Real Madrid? Good point. Uh, And of course, there's a point that they didn't see last season. They managed, managed to get into the quarterfinals for the first time in history and it was against Mallorca. And okay, it was Mallorca away. But remember, Girona had not lost a game all season apart from one against Real Madrid at home. So. They thought they had a good op- opportunity to go to the next round to semifinals. But the first half was terrible. Uh, basically, Girona weren't at it. Uh, they went 3-0 down. And even though they came back at the end with a goal, the second goal in the minute 94, it was just simply not good enough. And Mitchell said after the press conference something that's logical, which is that they're not prepared for you know, two, three games a week. This is not a squad made for that. But of course, the expectations and the hope of the fans were that they could go a little bit further. But you're absolutely right. No distractions now. And even though they're not saying this publicly, if they continue like this, they can win the league. But they don't want to talk about it much. And of course, it's uh, a fight against, especially Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid, if they uh, improve, and maybe Barcelona. But yes, they think if they continue like this, everything is possible. And they are dreaming.
0: Yeah. all right, let's open the can of worms of what happened between Real Madrid and Almería. Um, it's been a lot <laughs> of talk, a lot of talk in, in Spain. What are your thoughts on the whole debacle that happened?
2: Instead of going to the little detail of what happened in the three, especially the three actions that the referee had given against Real Madrid and, and VAR, gave it in favor, in favor of Real Madrid or suggested that should be looked to favor Real Madrid instead of looking at the detail of it. My main worry is that uh, VAR, uh, it's taken upon doing a role that was not created for. Mm-hmm. Referees is something. And if, he, if there is a clear and obvious mistake, that's when VAR intervenes. We've seen everywhere in, in the world that has got VAR that they intervene much more than that. Right, that is deep down the sense that, uh, I'm, I'm asking, of, of wanting to be more protagonist. Well, now we've got audios, because they've they uh, been released by by the Federation, audios of the referees talking between the VAR and the, and the referee on the pitch. But also, audios that have been stolen, somehow, we would also heard those. And what's happening right now, and that is my main worry, VAR is not somebody, uh, a referee of course, that says to the referee on the pitch, have a look at this. I'll put you a good angle. And that's it. That's what should, VR should be about. That's it. No. The VR referee says, I think you should look at this because the ball actually hits the hand, which means it should be a penalty or no penalty or a goal. Is actually directing the referee, which means that every action gets refereed twice, which means that the players, every time they get touched on the on the box, they will fall down every single time and hope that if the referee on the pitch thinks one way and the VAR thinks a different way, that they get what they, what they want, basically to deceive the authorities. The, the so that is guillem- the main is, worry. I, I felt that
0: Hernandez Hernandez, who was the VAR at that game, a, a highly experienced and international referee, and then the one on the field, it was just his 10th game in La Liga. It was his first time in the Bernabéu. And after hearing the audios, it felt like Hernandez Hernandez, when he was sending over the field referee to go check the monitor, he wasn't saying, take a look at this action between Vinicius scoring with his hand. He was summoning him to the monitor and saying, look at the shoulder, look, it hits his shoulder, it hits his shoulder, almost imposing himself onto an inexperienced referee and, and imposing himself onto the game. It's like as if the VAR was trying to referee the game and not the referee on the field.
2: But, but Nico, it's not just happening on that one with a very clear example you giving of an experienced referee in the VAR room and, and not so experienced on the pitch. It happens all the time. Mm. And that's not what VAR was about. The same way, I mean, uh, we could go even uh, deeper in that. VAR was not uh, for cases that were not clear obvious. It has to be clear and obvious, but everybody's forgotten that. And they're looking into the tiny and little things. So for a, for, for a game that's dynamic, that requires things to continue, that managers prepare games for the continuous passing and high tempo to affect the rivals, VIA has become a obstacle to that. Obstacle for good football, I would say. So there is a lot of debate, and as you said, there's a lot of noise this week because it affects Real Madrid. And I'll just give you a little hint of who may have got those uh, our audios And I'm not going to get into legal stuff uh, because I could be banned. But it's released by a uh, YouTuber who's very close to the Barcelona way of thinking. I'm not saying Barcelona has released it. But what I'm saying is quite clearly they want to expose the referees. They want to limit the authority of the referees. The same way that from the other side, they're doing it as well. Real Madrid TV, linked to Real Madrid, of course, the official Mm. channel of, of Real Madrid, constantly putting pressure to referees and that is all that is so absolutely wrong respect the referees because without their authority there is no football there's no game
1: wow uh, fascinating insight Guillaume balaguay always a pleasure thank you so much for taking the time